Hello everybody, it is Jeep and Bubba, and welcome to the Jeep and Bubba podcast. Guys, tonight, and it's tonight for me, so it might be a day for you. Tonight, I am very, very, very tired. I've been working extra hours to try to get everything uh, done that usually would take me five days, done in four days, so I can take off Friday to head to the great... Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Um, so my topic, uh, as promised on yesterday's podcast, is why would somebody want to go to a Jeep show? That's that's the topic. All right, guys, hang in there for just a second, and let me do a quick little advo. For Anchor app. Alright guys. Thank you for listening to that. So anyways. Why in anyone's right mind. Would they want to go to a Jeep show now. Uh, these. Let me. Uh, how do I lay the groundwork for this. All over this great country. And all over the world. <laughs> well I don't know about all over the world. But I do know. Um, in the United States, there are hundreds, tons, 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 tons of Jeep car truck shows. Uh, well, if you were to include car shows, probably thousands in a year, but you know, uh, tons of Jeep shows in the United States every year. There's some famous ones. There's some big ones that, um, you know, people tend to know about, um, People think of SEMA, which is kind of the all-encompassing aftermarket show. Um, but you have things like Jeep Beach in Daytona. You have Pomona. You have um, all kind of Jeep invasions. There's always shows in New Jersey and Ocean City and Ohio Jeep Fest. And seems to be like five or six in Tennessee and five or six in uh, Georgia. And there's always like two dozen in Florida, like, um, you know, Jeep jams and Oktoberfest and all these Jeeptoberfest, you know, all these sort of things. And um, um, there's uh, Off-Road Expo, you know, all these different things. Anyways, you get the point. So, uh, all these shows are similar, and all of them are slightly different, and basically a basic off-road or Jeep, basic Jeep show, uh, what you could expect is to uh, pay some amount of money for a ticket, or maybe some of, them, some of the shows they actually let you in for free, um, where you can't park in the show, but you can park off-site and then walk in the show. But basically, they would charge a spectator fee or some sort of fee for you to come into the show. And then once you get into the show, you're going to see vendors from all walks of life, all different types of parts, all different uh, uh, segments of the vehicles being sold. Now, not all shows will just be Jeep only. Some will be Jeep truck. Some will be Jeep truck side-by-side, four-wheeler, power sports. But some are Jeep only. And even at those, you'll see some Toyotas and some trucks. But um, mostly these shows are like 80% um, geared towards JKs and now JLs and now the JTs. So we're like um, 2007 and up uh, Wranglers. 
but there will still be some people gearing towards Cherokees and some of the older Jeeps, uh, especially the larger companies that are um, like four-wheel parts or Rugged Ridge or uh, Quadratech, those kind of the people who have a lot of parts across the board, not just um, specializing in um, one particular thing, like maybe they're specializing in turbos or specializing in superchargers or whatever. They might just have late model parts. So you're going to have all these vendors, and usually there's going to be a show and shine, some sort of um, contest. Uh, there's always raffles, so you buy raffle tickets, and um, I'm, I'm trying to not talk about the vendor side. I'm trying to talk from the spectator side, what you're going to see. Um, sometimes a lot of vendors don't give away things like swag. Uh, uh, some of these shows have um, obstacle courses or trail rides. Uh, some of them decide to do music. Um, you can almost always buy merch. You can, uh, like, uh, stickers and shirts, uh, that talk about that particular event. Um, but they're all over the place. Uh, you can almost always find one in your state unless you live probably in North Dakota or Kansas. But there's still probably shows. They're probably smaller. And don't get me confused. I'm not talking about meetups. And I'm not talking about these smaller events. I'm talking about larger, let's just say, over 500 people in attendance and more. And a lot of these shows now are uh, that I've been to, it used to be like 1,000 or 1,500 was big numbers. And I'm seeing 4,000 at a lot of these things. Uh, you know, I didn't even mention Bantam. Bantam G-Fest, huge show in Pennsylvania, um, just there's so many, uh, in the course of a year that, uh, you could go to, but anyways, I'm trying to kind of describe it from the spectator side, so why would a spectator want to go to a show, well, maybe you're interested in buying off-road parts, maybe you want to see some cool Jeep builds, because that's one of the things that, uh, vendors do once you get there to try to attract you into their booths or whatever they'll have uh, builds with their parts on it so that's one cool thing is that you're going to get some ideas maybe for your own vehicle uh as far as seeing cool builds done by vendors um and some of these vendors will pull in local guys jeeps that they've has the same parts as them so you're like oh i know that jeep or whatever and you know uh my thing like why do like I like to go to these shows is people like I know a lot of the vendors and I know a lot of the people who attend them so I get to have some camaraderie and uh that's probably the 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 number one attractor for people who've been to more than one show I think for people like that are people who are new to Jeeps it's a great experience because they've never seen something like this before and then they come in and there's just Jeeps everywhere they get a lot of ideas they see parts they didn't know existed they get to see Jeeps that are built in a way that they might not have known or they've always seen them on Instagram or Facebook and it's uh definitely um makes things better when you act to me to visualize when you see things in person and you get an idea um kind of maybe where you want to take your own build or just you know it's cool to see it in person and see how it actually all goes together sometimes you th see things in person and it's not as good as you thought and then you see it in person and you're like wow it's 10 times better so um uh, that's really good, but I really, I think for anyone who goes to more than one of the same show, it's about meeting up with uh, people of like mind, so if you own a CJ or YJ, uh, or um, I'll give you a better example, like 
I have an LJ, and there's a group of us called LJ Nation, and uh, we'll meet up and take a picture of all the LJs at the same event, and that's cool. So we have this camaraderie. We all have the same model, and we all have the same long wheelbase Wrangler, so it's cool uh, for us to get together and talk about them, and they have their own unique quirks and uh, you know things and specs, so we talk about those things, and um, it's great to, to share that information across the board. So that's probably the number one reason people come back. Another reason people go is you can usually get a good deal on parts. And um, a lot of shows will grab you by having special offerings as far as like obstacle courses or um, trail rides. Because in some areas of the uh, United States, um, a lot of the trails are flat, like just overland trails. So if a well-built uh, obstacle course is there, it gives people the ability to flex um, and test out their vehicles um, like they don't get to do all the time. And that's kind of neat. And to get to watch your buddies do it, it's kind of cool too. So the reason I bring all this up is that we're headed to this show tomorrow. And then next weekend, I have a Sheriff's Jeep Fest. And I bring this up because I know some of you are going to be driving to some of these events and needed something to listen to, or also that you might be going to these events and I'd love to say hey to you. So hit me up on social at Jeep and Bubba or at Black Bear Off Road. Or if you don't have social, you can always send me an email at info at blackbearoffroad.com. And don't forget between off and road is your dash because that's proper English. And that's why we did it. So anyways, um... We're headed to these events, and as always, uh, I'm so tired that I'm starting to get, like, some sort of sore throat and runny nose, and it's late, and it's almost midnight, and I gotta, I've worked early every night this week and late every night this week just to, or gone in early and worked late every night this week, like I say, so I go to these events. I'm trying to finish things up in my Jeep that I procrastinated for weeks. I don't have everything packed. I don't have a single piece of clothing packed, and I have all the stuff to do. I need to put together all my audio equipment and my video equipment and maybe put out one more YouTube video or maybe not. And uh, definitely this will be the last podcast. But I am going to do some interviews at the show, so be prepared for that. That'll be cool. But as always, like, why am I going putting myself through this? I've been to all these shows. I've met all these people. I've taught these people. It'll be some of the same stuff I've always seen. But for me, there's not as much excitement anymore when I go to these events and sometimes I ask myself, why do I go? And I've definitely, um, I would, it was part of my job a few years back and I did like over 20 shows in one year and then the next year, you know, eight or nine and then it's gone down and down and down. Um, and, uh, I'm doing more like five to six a year now, but, um, for me, I start picking the shows that I enjoy the most. Now, as a business owner, I'll pick a show that has good exposure where I think the most amount of people are going. But I do like to pick the shows that are busier that have more people because you're going to get to see more. There's gonna It's going to attract more vendors. And um, sometimes the vendors can be seen as a negative thing because you're like, these guys are just here to sell me. But those guys are actually, in a way, funding a lot of what happens at the shows. So... Uh, they also bring, because they need the exposure, they bring a lot with them, like their best builds and their best rigs, and they might bring um, parts with them and offer good pricing. So, you know, I, I think when you have more numbers, you might see something too, like more locals or more people from other states coming, bringing vehicles you've never seen. So 
it's good exposure. I get to, you get to experience more and see more. And usually when more money comes in or as the shows last longer year, year, year after year, um, one thing I've said that's a hundred percent true is if you can get to your fourth year of a show, then it's, it's set in stone. And that's pretty true. Uh, that I've seen over the years, I've seen shows get to three or four years and then, uh, they can't keep the doors open. Um, and then, uh, once they do get back, some of those ones that do get past, it's like they're concrete and then they, they come up with something new each year to bring more and more and more people in and the shows just get better with time. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, and this year at Pigeon Forge, I saw they were do, trying to do like a little bit of a trail ride because they don't have an obstacle course. But what I do like about, um, the Pigeon Forge show is, uh, half of it's indoor and half of it's outdoor, which is cool. So if you're outside and you're seeing stuff, um, you know, they keep a lot of people who are noisy and loud, like, um, audio companies and stuff outside, which is awesome because that kind of thing inside makes it hard for you to talk, but outside it's fine, you know? And then if you get hot, then you can go in for a cool refreshment inside. You have air conditioning and you have a lot to check out. So I do like that about it. Pigeon Forge is a, a kind of a gimmicky touristy town, but it's a beautiful mountain town and there's a lot nearby, you know, hiking. You're going to, uh, good chance to see a black bear while you're up there. If you happen to drive through the Chattahoochee National Forest, you might see an elk. I once saw a mountain lion there driving through. So I just like going up to the mountains. Uh, it's a cool place that's family friendly. It's definitely a safe town. Um, so bringing the wife and kid with me and um, it's a place where I know I'm going to see a lot of my Jeep friends all in one place. So I get to kind of talk and hang out and uh, maybe not even experience that much of the show. Now the price is very affordable as far as ticket prices and hotels. There's a lot of hotels nearby. So you would think that the price just jacks up for this show, but they have so many events that their prices are basically their prices all year round. Except for the hotels that are real close to the Lecomte Center, those are ridiculously priced. But besides that, uh, you know, they have Dollywood. So those are things I think about before I go to a show. I'm like, well, how far is it a drive from me? What kind of exposure can I get? What what group of friends is going to be there? I'm going to meet new people or um, or is there going to be someone there that I know or I'm just going to walk around aimlessly? Um, are there vendors there that I know? Do I need to buy anything while I'm there? Is there something I can do once I get there? Like, uh, can I go go-karting or can I go hiking? Or, or is there something to see? Is there a Jeep trail nearby? Is there an obstacle course that I want to do? Something that's neat about Sheriff's Jeep Fest and... I'll be 100% honest, uh, Sheriff's is an event that's been going on a long time in Georgia, it has a great, uh, it's a great cause behind it, and uh, uh, it's, I don't ever foresee this show ending, I just see it going on and on years and years, and it's in a fantastic location, but it's one of my least favorite shows, uh, if not, I mean, it, it's just one of my least favorite shows, and I hate to say it because some people are like, are you going to Sheriff, 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 and they talk about it all year long because... Um, it's, it's, it's kind of the, it's the biggest show in Georgia every year. And I'm from Georgia and then a lot of people go, but, it, uh, it always is uh labor day weekend. It's always hot. Um, one of the biggest reasons people like to go is that there's a, a trail ride that you, you can't ride those trails any other time of the year. So it opens up the trails and people like to go do that. And it kind of takes away from me a little bit from the show because, all those people aren't at the show, so about half the people participating are more out on the trails. And there's a cool obstacle course, but um, there's less vendors and things are spread out. And it's just not my favorite layout, even though it's in a beautiful, beautiful setting. Um, it's just out in a big, hot field. And I don't know, it just doesn't, I don't click with it. But but I go year and year after year, um, mostly because all of my friends are there, all the people I like to associate with. And I almost always just go Sunday when it's not as busy and I go walk around and talk to everybody. 
And that's what I enjoy about it the most. And I actually almost never um, buy a ticket or an entry. I just they have free parking, um, Jeep parking, and you can walk in and you can check everything out. And I think they do a great job, everyone involved. Um, it's just, I don't know. It doesn't just get me excited. I the, This show that gets me the most excited that I go to, like I said, they don't, they don't all get me that excited anymore, <laughs> is Jeep Beach. And I know that's a silly one, but my favorite thing about Daytona is just like a nostalgic town and you get to hang out on the beach and just you know have a cold beverage and watch the uh, jeeps go by or go swim in the ocean and that's just like so awesome to me or you can go up to the speedway which is a fantastic venue and check out um you know the vendors and you get hot and then you go back to your hotel and get in the pool so that's cool to me now I've talked about like what a lot of what you'll expect to see at the shows. I've talked a little bit about the shows that I've gone to this year and I've gone to in the past. But what I want to talk about is something we don't always think about. And I want to talk about um, the vendor side of things as far as going to an off-road show. So uh, from a vendor standpoint, um, when a vendor, usually in January, um, it, whether you're a distributor or you're a wholesaler, you're just a small guy. And, and, uh, and, and we've been in the same boat. We did it, we've done a few shows but with Black Bear Off-Road, but um, I've been a part of planning for shows at, at, um, at JCR and at Nitro, and basically we'll talk about, well, um, you know, how did we do sales-wise, how big is this show, or are people, is this show growing, is this the first or second year of the show, um, how far is it a drive for us, uh, is there anything we can do along the way, can we visit shops, I mean, these are things you think about, and um, for a vendor to go, it's it's a huge financial commitment and time commitment because usually you're having to send employees that have vital functions because they're highly responsible people that you want you want to send your best uh representations of your company out to these shows unless you know you're like the owner or something going yourself um and then you so then you short people back behind at the shop or um so you have a huge commitment of manpower and finance and uh, some of the bigger companies don't have that issue because they'll send people from the local stores or, you know, like four parts and um, that might be closed on weekends anyways. And it makes it easier for them at corporate. But the point I'm getting to is let's just say um, you're Black Bear Off-Road like me and you want to go to a show. Now, let's say you want to go to um, I'm going to make up a show so I'm not picking on anybody. We're going to say it's the. Uh, outrageous jeep extravaganza in uh little rock arkansas and you want to go to this show because it's uh the second year doing the show and last year on the first year was a huge success and they had a lot of people now it's like a friday saturday sunday show so you're gonna have to allocate that you're gonna have uh usually almost always gonna have to have a pop-up tent of some sort that way you're providing shade for the people working and the people shopping in your booth and uh, you're gonna need some kind of vehicle display um, the smallest space size you can usually buy is a 10 by 10, 10 by 20, or a 10, uh, yeah, 10 by 10 or 10 by 20. And then next usually is a 20 by 30 and then 30 by 30 and 40 by 40. And then you get into like semi parking. Now a typical show pricing, the cheapest that you're ever going to see for like a 10 by 10 is usually in the $300 range and then up all the way to like a thousand dollars. And then, um, Usually a 10 by 10 is not big enough for most people because 10 by 10 means you have a, usually an 8 by 8 tent um, and that's it. Or maybe a 10 by 10 tent and you're maxing out. Um, shows are strict about it because you're paying by the size. Almost never is anyone going to give you their space. Uh, so if 
most people will go by a 10 by 20 means you get a tent and then a vehicle parked outside the tent or you'll go 20 by 30 that way you can have a 20 foot tent and then a vehicle parked outside of the tent or 20 by 30 and you have a tent in the middle and vehicles on each side I know that's boring but I'm just talking about it now typically a 20 by 30 you're in the $1,500 range and uh that basically provides you a booth in the show and it usually gives you a couple tickets into the show but you're already working it so doubt that you get to walk around at the show now once you get there um they also offer things like you can sponsor the show so they'll say you know you can sponsor the show so you get your name on this 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 and this and everyone knows you're the sponsor so that's three or four or five or six grand to be a title sponsor and get you that exposure and i'm just telling you this is what people these are what vendors are paying just to get your attention as a spectator at these shows and events because your attention is important to them and they do want you to know um that you're they exist and they want you to spend their mo your money with them um and i don't blame them because as a business owner myself like i definitely want the attention of people i think that i can offer the best service and offer awesome parts so i would like to grab someone's attention and direct them and be able to help them um and also to <laughs> do business and that's just you know the reality of things so they, they spend this kind of money and you know people come in in semis and then if they don't come in in big stuff they might ship their parts or they might ship their booth if they're from like a lot further out of state um so let's say they're going to little rock and they have a little shop in uh pennsylvania so they might ship their stuff and then fly out there or they might drive and bring all that stuff on a trailer and uh if they have a big trailer and they have a couple of vehicles then they have to have someone with a dot license and uh, if they don't, they can get popped and then they get these DOT fines. And I mean, this has happened a lot in the industry. So it's something to, uh, to really, really think about. I mean, you could blow out a tire, you could have a car accident. People are going to great lengths to get your attention and then put their product in front of you. Um, and that doesn't even, that, for them to do that, they're taking a gamble that you're even going to pay attention. It's not your responsibility if you're paying money to go into that show to stop and talk to every single vendor or feel like you owe them anything. I mean, it would be nice, and that would be the idea that they're hoping you would do, but, you know, you're there with, on your time, so you enjoy it how you want. Um, I try to walk around and take a look, at least from afar, and then engage with a few people, but not out of pity, out of, like, I, I'm interested in that, and I'm not going to be afraid. I mean, that's the great thing, is most of them aren't standoffish, because they've gone to great lengths to be there, so they definitely usually are kind and nice when you go in, but... You know, you might not always get that result. And I'm just, again, speaking from my experience. Um, something that... Uh, so then, uh, some of the things they do is offer, like, um, kickoff parties, uh, after-hour parties, after-the-show parties, trail run sponsored. So uh, a lot of companies uh, even will pay to be, like, the person throw in the kickoff party or whatever so you know you can have anywhere in a budget to do a show you know around a thousand the cheapest probably no not even because you're gonna almost always have to travel and then get a hotel room so i mean you're gonna be over a thousand almost every time and then if you're you know trying to be the main name you're bfg and or nitto whoever and you want your name plastered everywhere and you wanted to know it's you know, this show's being run by you, you might be, you know, five to ten grand into a show. And that's not including the build or the 
the trailer and the truck and the display. So, I mean, there's a lot that they put in to getting out there and getting in front of you. And, it, it you know, I, I've seen it pay off from a sales side. I've seen it help as far as exposure and knowledge. Uh, it was one of my favorite things to do um, when I worked for Nitro Gear and Axle because it was a, always an educational thing for the customer because so many people came in and asked questions about regearing. Now, I enjoyed it when I was with JCR, but there wasn't as many technical questions. There was a lot of technical questions um, when I worked for Nitro. And then a lot of times people running in and be like, hey, I snapped my yoke or my U-joint. Do you all have any extras with you or an axle shaft? And every once in a while we did have the part they needed. But that was a really fun thing. Uh, and sometimes we'd even get a line and people would just be like, hey, I have 35s. I have a JK. It's a manual. What gears do you recommend? 456 or 410? And then you would just give them that information or show them how they could get that information themselves using a chart. Um, so that was a great thing. And, and I always enjoy... Um, helping people come to a, a good educated decision before they make a purchase is something especially as expensive and something you don't want to do twice as far as like re-gearing and so uh, vendors like to be able to go there and educate and get their name out and maybe hand you some swag hand you a business card be able to reconnect with you after the event and then hopefully capitalize on a sale down the road with you and seriously that is one of the biggest reasons they're there now some of the reasons they're there maybe for the employees is to just enjoy being in the state that they're going to to go to an after party to have some drinks to talk to other people in the industry and the reality is a lot of these people that are running these booths um, unless they're new at the company they've done this show 10 or 15 times and so the enthusiasm sometimes isn't there but when they see that you're generally interested in your product um, then maybe it is there. Maybe the owner of the company. You A lot of times you will run in and meet the owner of a company and you might not have ever had a chance to contact him you know, via email or uh, through you know, DMing him or whatever on Instagram or Facebook. But he was like, you know what, I don't want to send anybody from my crew because they're busy. You know, I'm the president of the company, but if anybody can take a little time to sacrifice, I'll go out, represent my company, and I know I'll do it properly, and then it doesn't take away from my sales force, so, you know, I'll go out and do the show. So, you'll get an opportunity some of these times to meet people um, that are, you know, high up at their company, and you might learn something or hear something or get a deal that you typically wouldn't get just speaking to someone on the phone. So, those are all the things that I want people to consider when they're thinking about maybe going to an off-road show. All shows are different. Not all will offer the same thing as far as like trail rides or as far as you know indoor outdoor all the different things i i would like to to say if you're somebody who likes going off road and doesn't like shopping at the mall uh and you have a built vehicle and you don't really need to buy anything and you're not really looking to socialize or um, spend money or walk around like other people's jeeps then maybe just keep off-roading and doing that um or go but if you're someone who really is like maybe committed to the lifestyle the brand the community that's a great it's a great place uh any any of these shows to go now i would say not all are friendly family friendly um usually the vendor show portion is always family friendly and a lot of them say no drinking at the shows and you know, probably still see people drinking at the shows <laughs> but um it's just one of those things but um 
you know, it's, um, you can kind of do a little information, you can kind of, you can do a little research beforehand, maybe on Facebook and uh, messaging maybe other people or uh, looking on Facebook groups and just saying, hey, is it in the show? Is it family friendly? Or see if they advertise it as family friendly on their websites, but not all are, and I'm not going to call anybody out or point fingers at anyone's show, um, but um, usually a lot of them are, and uh, Pigeon Forge definitely is, and Sheriff's definitely is, so if you're thinking about doing those two shows, um, yeah, then I would definitely suggest it. And I don't want to discourage anybody from going to Sheriff's, it's just something that, maybe because it's been in my backyard for so long, that it's just one of those things, but uh, anyways, that's kind of my inside information, and uh, what you can kind of expect if you're thinking about going to an off-road show. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to email me or hit me up on social. Uh, I think I covered everything. So, uh, if you're there, grab a bunch of stickers. That's my favorite thing. Grab free stickers. Stick them on toolbox, uh, fridges, coolers, whatever. If you're actually looking for a certain product to buy, don't be afraid to ask for a deal. Um, just enjoy it. Go meet people. Uh, go check out some stuff. Bring your camera. Take a ton of pictures. Look at them in a few months and be like, why do I have all these pictures? That's what I always tend to do. I'm going to be doing a YouTube video on both of those shows. going to be doing some interviews uh, on the, for the podcast with different vendors. So expect that to come in soon. I really appreciate you guys listening. If you're planning to go to Pigeon Forge um, uh, to the Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Fest of 2019 uh, and you'd like to get a bite to eat or you want to say hey or you're just going to have your vehicle parked in a certain place on a certain day. I'm going to be out there all day Friday at the event, maybe even do the trail ride. Saturday, we will not be at the show per se, but we'll be around in Pigeon Forge and uh, might meet up with some people to eat dinner Saturday night. We'll be around all day Sunday. The show is not on Sunday, but we'll be in Pigeon Forge and some people uh, ride over at Kay's Cove. We may or may not do that, but we'll be in town all weekend. We're getting in Thursday night. Uh, tomorrow night um which is almost today <laughs> this morning um you know probably 24 hours from now we'll just be rolling into pigeon forge but um or if you're going to sheriff's jeep fest uh labor day weekend 2019 just you know again you can hit me up on facebook or instagram under jeep and baba or um or black bear off road or hit me up on youtube or um on on, on email uh, info at blackbearoffroad.com guys I appreciate you listening if you have any questions hit me up on social I hope you can get out there and find a show that works for you that's awesome and cool uh, Do uh, let me note this real quick I was just talking mostly strictly about Jeep and truck shows but there are Overland shows uh, one of my favorite shows I've gone to in the last three years is Overland Expo East now they're changing locations this year and we won't be able to go but they have an east and a west and it's all overland and camping and things like that. Fantastic event. And they do. there's a lot of uh, other companies that do these sort of things. Summits. There's uh, Jeep Jamborees where it's more of a uh, wheeling thing. So um, if, if your style isn't um, just specific to Jeeps, like if you're into Toyotas or if you have a Jeep but you also like the whole overland scene, there are specific events that cater to that more. Typically, these Jeep invasions don't cater to it, but you will see some vendors, maybe with off-road trailers, things like that while you're there. 
Uh, definitely you'll see some people with uh, the fridge freezers or the coolers and things like that. So anyways, those events do exist. And Overland Expo is a fantastic event that I would definitely encourage anyone who's into overlanding or camping um, to go check out. As always, guys, we'll be seeing you.